I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. (laughs) Oh my God, Damien Bellino. Oh, this is... Pop star Erica Jane's new single, How Many Does She Give? How Many Fucks? We're explicit. We're rated explicit. We can say the naughty words. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm into it. I'm a fan of Erica Jane's, obviously. Oh my God. I'm a fan of her twerking and her sass and her tush and her blonde and her sparkle. Erica Jane Girardi sparkles like a motherfucker, and I appreciate that. All right, let's turn yeah, this down good. while I yeah. dream of lollipops. Yeah, yeah, off was good. I love it. Um, so welcome. This is episode three. I can't believe we've been doing this Oh my this God, three episode three. It's like an anniversary. This is episode three this of Andy's Girl. This is as long girl. as my last relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Cheers to us. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to our skinny girl margaritas. Cheers to our skinny girl margaritas. Ooh. Nay. Pinot Grige by Ramon. I would like to point out that Sarah Galley is wearing, uh, it says Zero Fucks shirt, apparently <laughs> apparently designed by Bethany Frankel. Bethany Frankel has apparel and I'm like so into it. Do I have a tag sticking out? No, I want to. Oh, where was it made? China? Oh, it was made in China. No, it, the, I wanted oh, to see what the brand, I wanted to see what the tag says and it says Bethany. It does? <laughs> oh my God, Bethany. Well, I feel like it was only appropriate. First off, just a little heads up to Bethany. I mean, I know there's this whole Michigas last season about how Sonia's pieces are, shall we say, made to order. It's mm-hmm. just six weeks. I mean, several days went by between them taking my credit card information and you actually shipping the order. And I felt like, you is this happening? You should have kept a tally so that 
you could have tweeted at Ramona and said like Ramona, it took me this long to get this shirt. But I know <laughs> your allegiance. To, you know. I know your allegiance is to Bethany. I mean, Big B, I just felt like this season, man. It's just Bethany classic. I mean, we're talking right now on a Thursday night. Throwback Thursday for Bethany Frankel. The queen, the king, the master. I feel like she's back. The bee is back, and I will buy whatever. I mean, she now has a sleep mask that says, go to sleep, exclamation point. I'm into it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably going to buy that next. We're drinking her skinny girl. I saw she tweeted, she, she tweeted last night about how she was nervous for the episode, and then it, yeah. um, someone tweeted back at her and said, I'm slowly... Starting to love you again. Slowly. They like emphasize the slowly <laughs> oh, no. after. Did she retweet it? Did no, but I just it? saw it and I was really into it. I mean, because I feel like we, her people, her community, you know, the gays, the hags. And I don't feel between. part of, I don't feel part of that. Um, what now? <laughs> I don't feel like a part, I feel a part of the housewives community, but I wouldn't say I'm like a, a Frankel, what are they called? Um... Frank-like. We don't even have a name. Skinny girls, we're all super thin. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're all teeny tiny. Um, so, wait. You never felt... I think that when I really got... in, like I peripherally watched Housewives, but when I really got invested in a sick way, she was sort of already gone. It was She already had her spinoffs. And so, yeah, that was after season three. So she left after season three when Jill Zarin became a wildebeest. Right. And, I, and then she did Bethany Getting Married, Bethany and then Ever After. Ever, Bethany Ever After. And I think that I just wasn't invested in her the way other people were who had watched her from the beginning until then. Yeah. So when she came back and I felt like I didn't like how she a lot a of... Ice Queen. Ice Queen with money. Well, more more than that, I felt like my, like my friends and people who watched the show who were Team Bethany were like, you know, Bethany's like... You know, it's this constant thing of, like, how Bethany is sort of better than the other women, and Bethany is, like, normal in the voice of reason, and it's like, sure, but she also, like, her stuff failed, so she came back to this reality platform, so, like, it's hard, I don't have... Do what do you mean her stuff failed? Meaning Like, her, her talk marriage? show failed, oh, and her yeah, marriage failed, okay. and so she came back <laughs> okay. to the reality show that to made her, so, like, yeah. for her, everyone to be like, oh my god, she's so much better than, like, Ramona and Luann, and, like, it's like, well, like... They're great TV. She's good yeah. TV. But, like, I don't know that I, like, I, I, her brand is to just keep calling out how she is, like, the most honest, truthful realist. And it's like, all right, we get it. I think she was great TV. She was not last season. She was so guarded, so emotional, so cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs with everything with Jason and Brynn. And I think this season she's restoring herself again. Mm -hmm. And I think that what she was saying, I mean, like, should we just do a deep dive into yeah, last let's do it. episode? Yeah, why wouldn't so we? So what did you think? First off. I just have to throw this out there. I know it's not the top headline priority, but Jules having to defend her lack of an eating disorder by saying she gets her period every month was like, siren, <laughs> something's wrong. <laughs> it just didn't. She knew coming she... onto this show that she was going to have to do that, and she just knew that was her moment to say it. But I love Carol's response, which was like, that you have to say that is alarming to right. me. Right, and also Jules' response back that was like, being skinny is great or something. She said some line that I was yeah, like, Yeah, people don't realize sweetie. how things are going to sound on TV. What's funny What's right. funny in like a room is not the same thing as on but television. But I think she was also being like honest to her core, which was like, yeah, I'm super skinny. Like, that's great. Yeah, no, it is. And I, to her. To her. <laughs> and I think that, okay. I mean, I think being great is great, which mm. is separate from being how much Being smart you is great. Mm, 
Can she? No, I'm not saying she's smart. <laughs> I'm just saying that to me, the smartest. I mean, thing. Bethany's saying at one point, like, can she count to ten? I mean, that's a real question. We don't have an answer to I don't, yet. Who's teaching the children? But I think there's a weird aversion uh, to Jules, and I think that's I'm confused by that. Like, I, do you? Why is there such an aversion to her already? I feel like there's been a lot of like like remarks about her mostly from bethany because she's not i need her to pick a side you're on real housewives pick a lane but and it's if only you're picking john's three. lane you that's not a real lane but i think that's she's she's picking dorinda's lane which i believe and i apologize because i can't remember because i had a sinus infection and also was drunk last week <laughs> but i believe that that's the one thing i said like that besides having cute kids i was into her for sticking up for dorinda which was like that's your allegiance that's who brought you on the show and i like that she like took a stand and I liked this week that she like attempted to mediate like she went outside to deal with John they didn't show it on the camera but yeah. she was like and I liked that I don't have feel invested in her at all but I liked that I felt like she stood by Dorinda because Dorinda was drunk oh man Dorinda. and John once again John looked at the camera as he walked in John, the fucking house the he is a love murderer of John's life is being on this show he's it's a not murderer. Dorinda Medley it is literally being on camera being shown weekly. What is your okay? So I'm sorry, I kind of cut you off. But what is your aversion to Jules? I just don't like her. I don't think she's charismatic. I, I mean, is it dickish? But I'm like, she's so fucking thin. I, is it wrong? <laughs> I just like her because something is wrong, and I'm concerned. And that's all I think when I see her. I think Asian, Asian Jew who like needs to eat. She needs to eat matzah. Like when they have their fake Shabbat week to week, like. They need to make sure to have bread. Like, a stick alone is not a good representation of what Jules needs to put into her body. Like, I just don't think there's anything there. I find her kind of annoying. I don't know. I guess I I think of her, you know what, honestly, to be perfectly honest, I guess I think about her the way I thought about Heather originally, and then Heather I ended up, like, loving for a very long time. You would. So, um, Heather. <laughs> but Heather was smart and driven, and I loved Heather's marriage to the short Jonathan. Is that his name, Jonathan? I just there's something about her I just don't I don't know I just it's I interesting know. what I you I want to comment on this and I know we got in a fight about this last week okay. that was the moment I'm sorry we're watching this we're in the background John just walked in and you can see and he looked right at the camera and he walks into every scene staring at the camera By like the way, a serial killer I know they're like redoing their Hamptons estate Jules and her short husband but didn't it look like a rental to you? Is that why there's no furniture? Because they're redoing it? Oh, yeah. I guess so. And the pool and the living room, I kind of it was actually... like very like Coke in the late 80s. Like I got a real Reagan is Pred <laughs> party vibe from them. Like it was super, I don't know. Also, her cheesy. husband's hair, that slick back. We've never oh, discussed it. See, I kind of like it. I have really bad taste in guys. I couldn't have worse. Yeah, he's like a slick back meatball, so he's yeah. like entirely my type. Yeah, he's kind of, I, I think there's something cute about him, but his hair is disgusting. Yeah, I think he's adorable. I hate him though for his taste in women, but I think he, okay, so and I don't want to like get in a fight again, especially so early. No, let's battle because we I'm, have skinny girls. So but I fine. think it's interesting that like the first of all, I think it's interesting that Bethany is so well loved, and she clearly also has suffered from an eating disorder, like one hundred percent. I think 100% in your store, I think something with drugs in the past. Oh, yeah. Something. Definitely, like, like probably a, a Coke party. habit. But, yeah. like, I don't love think it, it. Love it. Maybe That's not addictive, happy. but, like, yeah. Like, yeah, casually. Also, like, I mean, let's not... scale, you know, tipped. And let's not forget, like, Bethany's pursuit of this for so long. Like, she was on Martha Stewart's Apprentice. Like, oh, yeah, she's been in the scene of, like, being a person who's Kyle seeking Richards. fame. And, yeah. Like, right. So, 
I think that, yeah, Coke habit and thirsty for fame just as much as everyone else, but it's cool and smarter than many of the women, or at least cool and smarter in presenting herself on TV. Yeah, and she's a hard fucking worker. For and sure. her job was never finding a husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, as we can see from the results. It, was, it wasn't until after she'd already started becoming successful, and then she wanted the full package. But what I want to say about, okay, so people love Bethany. She has an eating disorder, or did, or whatever. Yeah. People already have an aversion. The women on the cast, Sarah Galley, an aversion to Jules because of her seeming probably having an eating disorder. I think it's interesting Like these people come on the show with illness, like eating disorders and alcoholism, i.e. Kim Richards, yeah. and they like kind of get, I don't want to say vilified, but it's like we're attacking people sort of for having demons, like acting like Carol doesn't have her own demons, or that like Carol's biggest demon is her husband died 15 years ago. Like everybody sort of struggles, and I think that and I think I spoke to this last week and I don't want to be a broken record, but I think there's something really brave about coming on a show and like, like letting yeah, but, people see that. Okay, sure. Except, <laughs> except that. I really believe that. Let's just, let's just, I'm for a second because they're just, <laughs> we're circling the wagons around a specific person and there's no way not to say it, which is that Kim Richards. I said her name. I said okay, her name. Has never been open about her alcoholism except for that one season where she, Went to read the. It was the, between. Many times she, she it was went, after the limo, and it was like the sandwich season between. Oh, it was it was a season. season af, it was three? two seasons after the limo because after the limo she she was dating the stone monster that like disgusting, miscreant. It was season guy. three or four, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where she had that lucid season where she was giving advice, she was funny, she was kind, she was interesting. But aside from that, she was a nasty, vile, sort of ghost of a shell of a person who wasn't really there, who would flip out and try to turn the tables on anyone who ever expressed hesitation or concern about her health and like the state of her well-being and the state of her um, sobriety. So I... There's something to be said for, sure, do I respect the bravery of people saying, like, I have an issue? Do you? I do, but no, one, no one's admitting they have an issue. Jules is like, they don't get answered. Well, like, I think that like, this is going to be... Like, carb or, like, you know, look at the fact that when I look at her face, there's just nothing there. She's... Yes, there is. An you issue. And you can see another... veins and the pelt that's growing <laughs> on her skin. Yes. Sure. I mean, if you want to talk about bravery... Uh, maybe Yolanda. I mean, absolutely Yolanda. Like, talk I about think... someone who was has been undergoing an enormous health crisis and is now battling, as we saw in this week's reunion episode, with you know potentially someone who wasn't a great friend. And I speak of um, Lisa LVP, Lisa Manderpump, who wasn't a great friend, who was who came into her circle through her now ex husband Mohammed Hadid, who potentially was manipulating other cast members into talking about her shit on camera, like having to go through that on top of what is an enormous debilitating illness. I mean, that is brave. That to me is going on camera. I mean, has she melted a little in the past? Yes. Was she milking it during the reunion that happened this week? Reunion part one? I don't think she was at all. I don't think she was at all. When she walked off, I, I felt for her so deeply with the knowledge that there's been a lot of shit happening off camera. Did you read this whole thing about... How, no, why didn't you send it to me? Oh my god. Wait, I feel like you'll probably know. How Muhammad and Lisa haven't spoken oh, I didn't know that. in eight or nine months. You didn't know, right? Yes. They haven't spoken in eight or nine months because Lisa did this whole thing, which, and you know I die for LVP. Die for her, die for Jiggy, die for Pump, die for Sir, die for Villa Blanca, die for it all, die for Ken. Um, but 
Do you die for Pandora? I (laughs) got my upper cartilage and my ear pierced at the same place that Pandy went to downtown. And I walked in and I said, I saw this on Pandora, Vanderpump, whatever the fuck her new last name is, on her Instagram. And I want to get a sassy little um, little piece of jewelry. And they were like, yeah, Pandy, Pandy was just here. I was like, oh my God, I die. Um, Anyway, but I... I, oh, but Mohammed hasn't spoken to Lisa, and apparently Ken has tried to mediate, you know, bringing back together of what is now a totally strange friendship that was super, super close, and he was really upset because allegedly she asked him at some point, how are your kids, and he said, fine. What he meant was, they're fine, and I probably don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, when someone says, you know, as a family member, whether or not you know anything about their health, like, how are they? You say they're fine, whatever, and keep it moving. How she interpreted that was, oh, they're fine, they're healthy, they're terrific. Anything that Yolanda is saying about them maybe having Lyme is a lie or incorrect. And he was really, really upset about that being a plot point on the show, and as a result, like, cut her out of his life entirely which I would think has to be enormously devastating for Lisa, but also deserved. I mean, I thought some of the stuff that... Did you see the episode of Watch What Happens Live where Andy read the statement from Muhammad? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, that was, um, that felt... He's pissed. Yeah. I mean, and I have to tell you, I don't know if it makes me a terrible person, when Lisa Vanderpump started saying, like, maybe the kids aren't sick, I started thinking that, too. I was like, maybe they aren't sick. Well, it like, does seem strange to three people, because it's not like... The, yeah, but they, like, grew up on a horse farm or whatever. I yeah. don't know, all that money. They're outside a lot, just, like, playing around with the cash. But then, Jeez. what's her name? That's, she's a supermodel, and she, like, was like, I have it. Right? She gave that speech. Thalia? Talia? No, the daughter. What is her name? Gigi. No, Gigi doesn't have it. Oh, Bella, Bella has it. it. Gigi introed Yolanda, but oh. it's Bella and Anwar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? But Yolanda said it in her speech, didn't she? Didn't she recognize yeah, yeah, that yeah. they have it? Yeah, but that was like way after. Sure. Yes, of course. Um, I just felt like brought it up, but it's you know, there's just a lot of there's a lot of manipulation that has been going around behind the scenes where they're acting as their own editors, and mm-hmm. I think it caught up with Lisa Vanderpump this season in a way that I mean, I initially didn't. Um, I initially didn't buy into Lisa Vanderpump being this, you know, devil demon woman. And now I'm sort of looking at it and I'm like, you know, the way that she was on the first episode of the reunion, the way that she was getting really specific with Yolanda about her, um, separation from David and asking all those questions. It didn't seem like someone who was asking questions because they cared. It seemed like someone who was asking questions because they really wanted to kick someone else while they were down which I just thought was really inappropriate. And that's where I respected Erica Jane protecting Yolanda and where I respected Yolanda protecting Erica Jane throughout. What I think is interesting, what you said about um, they start to what, self-edit, self-produce, uh, it happens on every reality show. And I think that because now reality TV, or at least this type of reality TV, which is sort of like the housewives uh, model that follows sort of a woman and her life and then the coming together of these women. Yeah. I think that that is what happens, is that when someone becomes the queen bee and when someone starts to think that they're the fan favorite or that the camera, that the show like favors them, yeah. they start to produce things so that they keep their own stuff sort of, their own real life sort of private and that they can just be a part of the fun and say funny things. And I think that, and I might alienate some of our listeners here, but I'm going to reference some other shows that aren't Housewives, which is like, Basketball Wives has happened with Drea, and on Mob Wives it happened with Drita, 
And I think that Nini and uh, Beth and um, I'm sorry, Nini and uh, LVP are sort of other people, like the housewives that and I Jill's think. Jill season three. Oh, absolutely, Jill yeah. Zarin. It's this. It's this thing of like I'm on. I'm unstoppable, and then it becomes like, oh my god, everyone's turned on me. I don't think with any of the housewives, except for maybe Jill Zarin, that's happened fully yet. Like, because people still know that in order to be in scenes, they need to be with Nini or that they need to be with Teresa Judice, whatever the fuck she's right. saying this week. Um, so I don't think that the, the tide has totally turned against anyone who is sort of the queen bee yet. But I think that that's a matter of time. I mean, it certainly happened with Vicky before where she sort of ebbs and flows. Like, she's sort of the queen bee. She has the most, maybe the most camera. She's sort of like the connector now mm-hmm. and has been. And I think that the tide has certainly turned on her before, but like then her mom died and like Brooks turned out to be crazy. So I think oh the sympathy's God, on the her mom side now. Dying. Oy, but do you hear what I'm saying? And yeah, that like yeah, the more you self-produce and self-edit, that and like the more that you sort of think like I've got this, then the, yeah, then the produ- less connected I am, the less connected well, I am because the less real it is. They are real housewives. And the producers say like, well, we're gonna flip this shit because we're gonna start now. We're gonna start Reversing. following the win- other women's revolt right. against this woman. Why don't they recognize that? Like, why is Lisa Vanderpump not smart? She's so smart. She's crafty. I, I respect. She, I respect that. Why? She doesn't why defend she herself so- either. She just was like, oh, that's, oh, that, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> No, I didn't say. No, it just she doesn't say anything. She doesn't have a way with words, really, which is surprising because I think she's a bright lady. She's so quick. She's really quick, but like she doesn't defend herself, and maybe she seems to think like, well, I don't have anything to defend. But like, you don't make yourself yeah, look maybe good. Maybe she thinks she's above. De- I just felt I felt really sad for Yolanda, um, and I just felt like she deserved more. And there was a, a part where Kim, not Kim, where Kyle. <laughs> was going so hard in defending Faye Resnick, the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Mm-hmm. And Yolanda gave a little sigh to Erica Jane and was like, um, I wish she, you know, cared about me that much or whatever the fuck she said, like under her breath, which I think was a really astute, correct point, which is, you know, Kyle's going to bat for this lecherous, awful, money-grubbing, devious woman who's like a side piece on Beverly Hills. Meanwhile, when Lisa Rinna brings up maybe Yolanda has Munchausen, Kyle doesn't say anything. I just thought it was, I think that was a really strong point, which is like, who's defending Yolanda behind the scenes? Like, who's really being her protector? It's not her husband. He's gone now. It seems like it was Erica and Eileen. Yeah, Eileen was sort of like Eileen was doing it because she had her own shit. She had her own interest, um, self-interest in mind because right. it was that like it was dumb. against LVP. Right. I think that what is, I yeah, I think it's all fascinating because it's all this sort of this idea of production, and I think that what's annoying about Kyle's where uh them being uh where the fuck uh Dubai no yeah Dubai they were, they were in Dubai there. oh my goodness that that Kyle was sort of like I'm not gonna fight with Lisa because it took us too long to get here even though I know she did this very fucked up thing and it's almost like just to keep the peace for like the the show for the the television show which they're not speaking about but like that's what it was it was sort of like you don't I, think it was that the because of the she didn't want to be involved in the drama because of the friendship and everything else that's going on in her life I don't think it has to do with the the friendship. I think it's keeping the monopoly. I think it's sort of keeping. I think it's keeping the peace between them for the show, so that they can secure, continue to maintain their spots as. Because Kyle knows if she goes against Lisa Vanderpump, then yeah. Lisa Vanderpump's going to be the 
piece like she's gonna be the one that they you know what i mean when if, if eight women are against one person then it's like well maybe you're not the queen bee maybe you don't get to hold the middle diamond next year because <gasps> you know what i mean so i yeah. think that if kyle feels like if she goes against that then she sort of breaks that alliance and it makes production difficult for next season because then Lisa says, you took me down and I thought we were friends and that didn't happen and you're going to yeah, believe Lisa Rinna. Go and so instead, Kyle right. literally is saying, I know that this happened and I don't care. And it's like, that's so obvious that you just want to remain top. You guys want to stay high status on the show and no one's, they're not willing to fight each other because they don't want to let one of the other, like they don't want to see one of them go down, in my opinion. Okay, so if we're talking about fucking with production, I love I love the idea of production because it's like it's when you're on a show for eight years, you it's your job. You work, you know how to clock in and clock out, and you sort of know when you want to like leave early and do what you gotta do. That is also not to switch to the other franchise, but that's also why I love Dorinda so much, even when I dislike her because she has no awareness. Mm -hmm. When she has a cocktail or whatever, even when she's sober, which I saw this this week in this episode, she just doesn't. She really. Gives zero fucks. She doesn't genuinely care. She's only interested in protecting her relationship, protecting herself, protecting her heart, protecting her spirit. And she'll claw anyone else's eyes out who seeks something else. I mean, not to say that Bethany was, you know, saying what she was saying for the sake of, like, stirring the pot. I don't think she was. I think in that relationship, the one person who has, like, eyes on how this is going to be seen is John even though he makes terrible decisions and he is you know a creature from the sea I mean I I strongly dislike him I strongly dislike that relationship I strongly dislike that we saw Dorinda unravel in public in front of her friends and then glossed it all over the next day or whenever they were driving to the Hamptons and was then doing this whole turnaround of going from um you know, you're embarrassing me. I want to break up. I don't want to sleep with you tonight to, uh, if anyone speaks ill of you, I'll never talk to them ever again. I mean, what happened behind closed doors when the cameras went down that elicited that change? Or did they just have a super unhealthy relationship? Oh. Because the way that he was behaving and he walked in the door. I mean, first off, talk about production. Who told him all that shit that went down? It didn't make any sense. He called, like, who? That's something. So it wasn't a bra stylist. Who told him that somebody... Do you have a theory? I mean, I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know who because it was. I don't, somebody said something. It wasn't a producer. Produ producers wouldn't producers manipulate that. Because but other cast members would. And what I thought, because I was trying to think who else was there. Uh, well, this was during, allegedly during the contract dispute with Sonia and Luann, where they said that they weren't going to film unless they got more money. So I think that's why they're filming separately now because they weren't allowed to be a part of any of this. But they, how would they have known that something was going on with John that night? Oh, they wouldn't have. That's so, what I'm saying. So we can eliminate so, Sonia and Louis. Who else was at the party? Was Carol? Carol was there for a hot second, remember? Because she was in her bra. Carol, Jules, Dorinda, Bethany, and Rona. And, and the, when the fight happened, all those people were there except for Carol. So maybe Dorinda was texting him? I mean, like, what? No, it, she wouldn't have told him. Unless oh, she, maybe she would have. I mean, the thing with, and then this is another. To, like, prep him, maybe? That, like, people were ganging up on her? Yeah, actually, it could have been Dorinda. My other thought is, and this is, you know, this is kind of going out on a limb. There were a lot of women there that were sort of, like, bit, um, their, like, lower third said, like, Bethany's oh, friend, friend right. or Dorinda's yeah, yeah, yeah. friend. And I wonder if this was still, this was probably early-ish in filming that maybe they were still sort of 
auditioning quote unquote new friends of and new housewives. Oh, interesting. So maybe one of those women was like, "This is just an and idea." Like saw him outside or something. Or just like if it was a, there was one of those ladies and was I did, a mutual friend of Dorinda's. So I thought so maybe she like texted. Them? And she thought that would be her moment, maybe to like get. Oh, what a stupid twat! Why? I mean, did she I, do this that? is totally me inventing this idea, okay. but it just seemed like who who else would have an interest in creating this drama unless Dorinda was just wasted and thought. By texting an innocuous text of like this is happening, and then John sort of like reacted. I mean, none of it made sense. Why did he actually think that Bethany stole Skinny Cow and made that into Skinny Girl? First off, it's entirely different products and different demographics. I genuinely think it's different demographics. I think Skinny Cow is for diets, and Bethany Structure is diet esque, but she gets away with selling it as a lifestyle and a blah 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 and reality TV. I mean, it's and it's totally different stuff. I have so he goes in. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I don't have skinny out in my freezer is because I would be that asshole that eats the entire <laughs> Yeah, like two of them is not a skinny week. out. <laughs> no, it's like six to eight. Um, I I don't know. I I I think that I think it was a low blow and he's not smart enough to even like wrap it in something that was in some way um presentable as being an actual defense or weapon he just sort of rolled in and i do actually think he was a little bit high something was, oh absolutely something was like off in a way that alcohol he like just like snorted a rail i think that actually could have been it and totally. you can't go up against sober bethany you just can't do it or like a little bit tipsy she is fucking smart mm -hmm. and she saw straight through it and then was like actually saying like were you partying and then dorinda saying like you know, that's none of your business. I mean, what are these people doing in off-season? Like, what's happening as we pour ourselves a little bit more skinny girl? I mean, here's my question. Like, um, yes, please. It's like, oh, it's my favorite sound. <laughs> and this is a, you know, a huge question. At what point is Andy Cohen and the other producers, like, are they culpable for the behavior? We just discussed people like Jules and Kim having these issues and yeah. having these sort of diseases. But then there's also like Dorinda and Sonia and like Dorinda, when she was just, uh, there was a point where she was fine. And then there was a point and then suddenly she was drunk. So I don't know how many time had left at her bra party, but like there was just like a, it was a noticeable difference where she was slurring her words and right. mad. Yeah. And I just wonder. Like it was adrenaline? Maybe. I just like, I wonder at what point though, like Dorinda can get, get involved. Yeah. She gets sloppy. No, I'm saying at what point do they become involved or is there blood on their hands for when they're watching the downfall of these people who clearly have, like, problems? I don't think Dorinda has a drinking problem, though. I, mean, I, no, I really don't. I think that she has some demons, and here's the thing. My father once said this to me, and I don't remember the exact phrase, probably because maybe about some wine at the time, but it was something along the lines of, like, um, alcohol doesn't make you violent or doesn't make you a different person. It just releases your inhibitions. So if you are deep down super insecure and or an asshole, alcohol isn't going to make a, a completely lovely person into a dick. It's just going to make you feel like you can release your own inner self and your own demons. So if Dorinda is super sloppy and gets really aggressive when she's drunk, I think it's because it's inherent in her being when she's sober and she feels like she has the ability and the freedom to express that when she's had alcohol. Like my mm. crazy friends, the craziest friends that I have don't become bananas because they've had a cocktail. They, they have are sort of a little nutty and not so. And a couple drinks just releases that. I mean, don't you think? I think that I people think that who become different and, and recognize, I think you're onto something in that like 
people become like a crazy person doesn't be like a, like a goofy wild right. uh, charismatic person yeah. doesn't become like an insane asshole i think that people but there are people who become totally different versions of themselves and i am not one of those people but i know yeah, people who I. become I unrecognizable and you're like you know drunk version of this person then you know sober per- version of this person right and i think that there is something rooted in alcoholism there if you are no longer recognizable as the person you present when you're sober i mean i think dorinda has some stuff like there's, yeah for sure <laughs> there's definitely some stuff but i don't think it's rooted in abuse I guess my question... I, I mean, I question her, but I don't I don't think it's because she's had too many martinis. I think it's because she's making poor choices. Okay. And if some... By the way, if someone... If you have friends... Like, here's the issue. Ramona was upset not about what she said, but about the fact that she said it publicly. That's what Bethany said, too. I mean, Bethany... You mean Dorinda was upset that Ramona said no, it? No, I'm saying Ramona was felt guilty, not about what she said, about how John said... She said it because she had said it at the party. Because she said it at public in public. I think Dorinda was upset both about the location and environment in which she said it, as well as what she actually said out loud. Like, Dorinda... Clearly, because she said, like, I don't use words like banging or whatever. And Ramona was like, he said going at it or whatever she said. Semantic. I was just going to say the same thing. Listen, words... I, but I think that Dorinda was really upset because she's saying, like, it's none of your business. It's my life. I can like whoever I want. And I I just think, well, then what's the point of friendship? Shouldn't your friends be able to say to you, listen, the guy that you're dating is not great. Like, evaluate that. Evaluate that relationship. What's more important? I don't think that someone that you're dating at that point and in that stage that they're in, where there's obviously a lot going on, is more important than... A good friend of 20 plus years saying to you, like, something is wrong. He's behaving in a way that's not good and not right. Who? She never once ad- admitted in any way, like, there is something to be said for this. And then he behaves exactly in the manner that's emblematic yes, that was what was of so- the fact that, yeah, that probably did happen. And also, why would, not to defend John in any way, because he's just grotesque, but I know it was, like, callous or crude for him to say that out loud. I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world, though, to be like, I pop a bunch of um, blue Viagra, pills yeah. and then I bang my lady. I mean, like, it's gross, but it's not like he's like, I'm murdering puppies late at night. He I does mean, do that, though. He does, he does, and then he gets them laundered. Who said, I don't know if it was Ramona, I think it was Ramona, who's, uh, Ramona to, Be- to Bethany, I believe, but correct me if I'm wrong, said something like, if she would just say, this is John, I know, I know how he can be, but I love him, and he's a mess, like she would have more respect for Dorinda, but the Dorinda sort of like defends John right. instead of just saying like I know how he can be, but I love right. him. Why was not? That, was that happened right? I don't, I feel I'm pretty like sure it, Ramona I sort of said to did. Bethany like I just want her to say yes, he said it. Yes, he can be crass. Yes, right. he's gross, but I love him. And and Ramona and was saying that he willing, won't do that. Right? She's not willing to take any responsibility for the fact that like yeah, he's a little bit gross. I don't understand that relationship at all. And his behavior to Bethany was just not good. It was not right. The going after her company when he is like an heir to a dry cleaner on the Upper East Side, number one. Also, I died for Bethany. <laughs> she was like, does that mean the gift certificate is no longer valid? Because that is exactly where my head would go. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think of her friendship? What do you think of Bethany and Ramona's Ramona? friendship? I think it's really great. I think, I think it's, it's real. Really I think that they're pushing um, 
Sue Ann on us, Luann and Sonia, and I think that that's like lovely and made for TV. I agree. And I think that Ramona and Bethany coming back to each other, listen, they've been through it. That scene on the bridge a couple years ago where um, Ramona says to Bethany, you know, like you're with Jason, you're probably going to fuck that up too. Not incorrect. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that you're going to end up alone. I mean, that was like a really big, deep hurt in their relationship and I think it took them a while to get through that that that, that um, Ramona can be super cutting and she can be really quick in a nasty way but I do think that there is mutual respect I mean they're both you know OGs they've both been through an enormous amount and level of lifestyle changes Ramona is now you know single at mm, 45 plus I mean like she's now facing a very uncertain future if you're looking at it through the the lens of relationships alone she's also now starting her own companies and is has relatively thriving companies I think Bethany now has gobs of money is going through a really really stressful ridiculous insane divorce totally. and I think that they're looking at each other and saying like you know talk about bravery like look at what they're doing individually I, I think it's really brave what do you think of the fact that New York housewives of them only one Jules is actually married now like the housewives well in her head Sonia is still happily married <laughs> <laughs> on her yacht with Diddy I just am I'm just curious because I was doing you know research I'll say but like really just me, just being myself but like how the Jersey housewives um they not the most, most of them are not the most recent cast but like the kind of like the ones that have been from season three to like five or whatever, which was like Kathy, um, Jacqueline, Teresa, Carolyn, obviously. Teresa, and Melissa were all married, and then yeah. that was sort of significant because a lot of the franchises. Do you think that's emblematic just of the environment? It's New York City. I mean, women are ballers here. No, I think it's emblematic of reality TV, though. That people get divorced. Hard yes, and I think quit. that I think that relationships fall apart. Really, I mean, let's think about who's been on a, a divorce. Who's had a divorce from New York currently? Luann went through a divorce on television. Ramona yep. went through a divorce on television. Yeah. Uh, Bethany went through a divorce, like not on television, but like on television. Kristen Takeman would have if she'd stayed on. Yes. Um. Jules is new, so she'll probably get divorced. Carol and Dorinda are widows, and Sonia was a divorcee when she joined. Right, and that's her calling card. So, Jill's Aaron is still married to her husband. Alex and Simon are still together. Um, Cindy, Wendy, whatever the fuck her name was, <laughs> was, was single. Oh my god, those chiclet teeth. Are there any other New York housewives that I'm forgetting? Um, well, Kristen Takeman. Oh, right, she, um, but she's married, but like would be divorced, will be divorced. Heather's married. Um... And uh, Kelly Ben Simone is uh, divorced. Super divorced to Gio Ben Simone. Was she divorced when she started the show? Super divorced. Our video is divorced. Yeah. I just think, I think that's a fascinating, um, it's like a weird, it's interesting to me that, the, and I obviously they brought Jules on who is married, but I think it's interesting right. that like the dynamic like is like all divorcees who are all like 40 plus. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. And I think it's like super specific to Maybe if you disagree about the environment in New York, certainly super specific to this franchise. And Absolutely. that was, I think, started by Bethany, by them having Bethany in the cast, no? Don't you think? Because she was single? Because that was a real ask. I mean, Andy said it on the um, 100 episode celebration of New York that he initially said that Bethany shouldn't be on the cast because he didn't understand how a single but woman without a thriving job should... Um, should be a cast member. And then they, like, circled back to her. But I thought that... There was always sort of like a single woman archetype on the show. Like, wasn't 
like Kim Zolciak was in a relationship but not married. She was right, in a relationship a with like a, with a sugar man, daddy. Right. Um, Gina Keogh was in like, well, it was married, but in a super, super unhealthy. Who, wait, what about Joe? Wasn't she single? Was she in season no, one? No, Joe was with Slade. Were they married? No, they were engaged. It was gross. I forget. Was that awful. season one? Was she the first cast? Yeah. Um, it was terrible. Ugh, Bob. Sheree was married to Bob. I'm just trying to think of like. Sheree, no, Sheree wasn't married to Bob when, um, uh, when she started in Atlanta. She was getting a divorce. It's just, I'm just trying to figure out, like, the idea of housewife, and obviously that has lots of meanings, but... I think it's a play on the concept of Totally, totally, totally. And I think that it's... But I, I didn't realize that Bethany is or was, like, the first sort of, like, single woman. Right. What's interesting, too, though, Dorinda has these moments where she becomes unhinged, and that obviously came out when she felt like she needed to defend John in every way. Then when she felt like she was needed to say to John to go fuck himself, I still don't understand where that turnaround came back to like, he's wonderful, he's amazing. It didn't make any sense. Um, she, though, was also attacking people on social media. Dorinda somehow has all these like side personalities that come into play in random moments. And at one point during last week, um, during the episode when she was live tweeting, she got blocked by Bethany and then started <laughs> hashtagging blocked by Bethany. Because it, was too, <laughs> <laughs> it was too much. Like, she really goes in for the kill, and I still don't dislike her. Oh, yeah. I love her. I still I, die for her. I love her because she still is 100%. Herself. Herself, and I thought that she would have changed more between seasons because I thought yeah, she would have. Yeah, she really did. And, I, and, I, I and I'm, sort of, I'm sort of praying that she can maintain yeah. this level of real. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if she's going to start to care what people say about her. I think now she's going to get, I think, a little bit of a backlash from people just because people are so grossed out by John. Honestly, he is gross. She could do so much better. So I wonder if when fans start saying this kind of thing that, like, Bethany and Ramona are getting shit on for, you know, like on camera, if that's going to sort of start to change how she behaves. I don't know. She is at her core a party girl. She's a party girl the way that Ramona's a party girl. Maybe yes. that's how they became friends oh, 20 so, years ago. And Sonia. I mean, it's just like these oh, women. Oh, yeah. And it's how yeah. Sonia is today. I think, you know, this is really unrelated. I just wanted to comment that um, Sonia's hair is so long. And, I'm sorry, Ramona's Ramona. hair is so long. <laughs> and that she was arguing with people in the comments of her Facebook account about her long hair. Because <laughs> people, people were like, Ramona, your hair's too long. Go short. You look too young. <laughs> and she like, was like, she was like, I love it. I'm sorry you don't want to. I love it. Sorry you don't agree. And then I said, like, Ramona, your hair looks great. Do you? And she did not comment. <gasps> what? Oh, no. I wanted her to comment back, but she didn't. Oh, my God. Oh, Ramona Singer. I wonder what Mario's doing right now. Oh, I wonder he was. I was attracted to Mar Mario. He was cute. Yeah. I, he wasn't oily enough. I mean, if you're going to go down that lane, talk about choosing lanes. I mean, I actually am sort of attracted to Joel's husband more. I don't know. Bad choices. Tinder, take the wheel. Can we discuss Please. the final act of the real Housewives of Potomac? I have something to say about it that I think Ugh. is shocking. Make it go away. I think that I think that it make proved, it go away. I think that make that, it go away. I think R H O P proved that it had some staying power with the final um, reunion. I thought it with the denouement. Wait, what's that word? What <laughs> the denouement? I think that so much alcohol. I think that Sharice proved that she actually is mentally ill she actually said she said to she said to she said to andy at one point you know if production they'll tell you i'm kind of bipolar and then 
she said something and the women were like, are you going to keep say, sending us crazy messages about your marriage? And she was like, what crazy messages did I send? And, and they, they all, repeated They all were like, <laughs> yes. And she was like, ha, 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 ha. Then at the end, after like the, after 45 minutes, she was like, oh, by the way, I have a secret. Me and after husband, 11 hours of filming. Yeah, my yeah. husband and I are not speaking. So I felt like, and then I just, that was on Watch What Happens Live after and someone, yeah. called, someone called in and said like, what did you think? And she was yeah. like, well, I'm just glad she wasn't boring anymore. I feel like I was, I swore that if it came back for season two, which it is, it got renewed, that Sharice would get, like, fired. And, like, oh, no, I think she's she picked it up. 100% she's, got she's herself. Because she was like, hey, guess what? I'm, I'm going to be mentally ill and oh I will God. just say whatever. Snap. She also kept using words like, she kept being like, it's a mute point. Or, like, <laughs> do you know what narcissism means? And she would use. Wait, was she wrong about narcissism? I thought she had a I mean, I think that the point of narcissism is like you're in love with yourself, and she was sort of like it also means that you're. You put other people down. That's not true. I don't think that's true. I think I think that the idea is that you're so self-involved, maybe that you don't see outwardly, but I don't know that it means that you're mean. Oh yeah, that you're like Like I don't know if there's malicious. Yeah. Um, intent behind being. I don't know. Maybe that's because I was so happy she was talking that I was like, yeah, she has a point. I I also felt there was like this moment, and I really wish that you and I had been together when it happened, (gasps) where Katie was sort of defending being drunk or whatever. Vom vomit for her and she sort of like looks at everybody and she sort of like she looks at Therese next to her and says like you had a moment that you didn't look good on TV and she looks at like Giselle and she's like you had a moment where you didn't look good on TV and she looks at Karen and she's like you had a moment and Karen goes I don't care (laughs) and I was like oh I think I'm into Karen now like I think she totally won me over because she was just like I don't give a shit also, Katie's the worst. I know. She's pretty and I hate her so much. I, w- I would want her to be back in season two if they force her to actually produce a gala of some kind so I could see it go down in flames. Galley feels passionately I- about galas. <laughs> so, and the fucking witch in Dallas who's like full-time job is just being a dick at these events that she couldn't get into except by the nature of having a con. Wait, can we just say one more thing about Katie? Yes. Peeing on a couch. Have you done it? Um, I haven't. I'm sort of in. I was in, also into the idea of like what was edited out because they <laughs> wouldn't talk about it. Like, what was it? What do you mean? There's, that was it. No, because that was from their promo shoot. They didn't talk about what happened at, when she was drunk at the party. Well, I think that she was on something and then was lying about it. But no, but oh, there was behavior. But Giselle said, "Do you want to talk about what was edited out?" And Katie said, "No." And then, like ten minutes, fifteen minutes later, they oh, s- I thought maybe it was somehow like them. Oh, how would that Because then they talked about how they were shooting their promo shoot and Katie peed on the sofa and it was like, Katie was like, I had three kids, blah, blah, blah. And Giselle was like, no, you were drunk and you showed up to the shoot. And like, so I, I, I kind of almost believe Katie in that instance that like, maybe uh, she was like, no, 100% no. But hard, I also was into hearing that like something shady happened that like yeah. was edited out and that like, mm, talk about that's going to be the whole storyline for season two. Yeah, I'm into it. Actually, I, I think they should recast it, but I don't know who they would take out. I think that Katie is the one, now that Ashuri's proved that she's maybe bipolar and also going through a divorce, but, like, not going through a divorce because she just isn't talking to her husband. Yeah, I love it. That, like, she should stay on. Karen It's very funny and also doesn't give a shit and, like, I think legit rich and also legit lives in Potomac, unlike everyone else. With a black bill game. Giselle is very pretty and, like, funny but trying oh, to do yeah. it too much. No, but I love it. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of into Ashley and her, like, older gay, gay husband. Husbands. Um, I, for some reason, I'm weird, legit, like, in love with Robin. No idea why. Oh, no, I died I think she's kind of, like, candy and that, like, there's no pretense. Like, she's not acting for TV. Yeah. and even when she's like, you're right, I'm sorry, she says it in such a sassy way that I'm like, yeah! I, <laughs> I think that she's, it. I think she's just sort of just honest. Like, she's, yeah, she not, she's not, like, witty, super witty or funny. No. But she's also just, like. She's super direct. You seem like you're like, just getting what you get. She feels, like, almost a masculine vibe to her. I don't know. I'm into it. Does she play lacrosse or, like, field hockey? Yeah, she's 100% <laughs> Um, so I don't know. I thought Potomac, I like was, this was my favorite episode, which was like the final mm-hmm. reunion. So 
Good on them, I and guess. And usually the last episode is the filler. Maybe because they only had two reunion episodes instead of three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dallas, I'm just having trouble focusing my eyes on. Like, I think it's super funny and stupid, but, like, I don't feel invested yet. Explain to me the poop hat. Why would someone want poop on their hat? I think she is just, like, a goofball and maybe thought, knew she's that it would, like... She's the only reason I'm paying 20% She's attention. funny, but I... And I like her relationship with Sarah, Jessica, Caitlin. I don't remember. Right. Um, Something white. Something but she... White. I like that they're, like, real friends. You can see they have, like, years of friendship. But, yeah, I think that the premise was that she was just, like, doing it to be funny, and then the Carney was, like, so angry about it. How does she have any right to be angry when she has not paid the price of admission to Dallas Society nor their special events? I'm not sure how like, that happened. Like, how she like, sort of became Queen Bee of right, the Right, and when she's, like, going to a milliner and a, a, a hat designer and saying, you know, design me a special hat because people are going to be taking my photos so I don't have to pay. Like, what? Who cares about you? Not a single person. Not a single person gives a shit, including your husband, uh, not a husband, boyfriend of several years, who's like 100% not going to marry you at the I end know, of the day. No, he's not going to marry her. He's not. He's barely there at this point. There he's is. Bar- he's like, really, she's a mortgage he can't pay off. I, mean, I like that she's owned up like to her past, and I also like that she's sort of, she's pretty forthcoming about like not really having the money that like the other women do. But uh, I don't know. Then she balances it by being like, I have all the access and I help with all this stuff because I clap super loudly. I'm like, sweetie, that's not as good as a check. Like when you talk about how you're helping charities because you're getting them free booze, do you not think that someone else on their host committee who's actually also putting in some cash money could do that? Mm-hmm. And why do you think that you're responsible for how other attendees who have actually donated money to charity, which is surely the major purpose of these events other than the actual design of your hat, why do you think that your opinion matters more? I just think that, and I don't think that's for TV. I think it's probably like a little bit heightened for TV, mm-hmm. but I think she is just one of those miserable women. I just find it really offensive. I find her really offensive more than crap. I think she's the one that's full of crap if she's not wearing it on her Well, head. I think that's true, and I think probably is what's going to be sort of like the arc, right, of the season to sort of like watch her get called out for being full of shit. Yeah, and there is a promo for the season where she like hits a camera, so that I'm into. I like when they like fight back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not sure I like, it's like a lot of television to focus on, um, like the, well, that's why we focused so little on Dallas. Potomac is now gone. Yeah, so now, for, and Beverly Hills will be done soon. So Beverly Hills will be done in two more episodes plus Secret So Reveals. once our focus, so once, okay, so just to like, you know, for some housekeeping. So once, <laughs> so once Beverly Hills is done. Yeah. And then it's Dallas and New York for a while. So I guess we'll watch Dallas more. Maybe. Oh my maybe. god. It's like really bad background, bro. I mean, I'll just probably talk more about the it's shows like, in the off it's season. It's not like Abrace. Bad. Did you watch, by the way, that dumb thing about the mothers? It's like no, I didn't watch it. Ugh, I had it I put on a mask accidentally. I had it on accidentally, and it was just super depressing because it was like my husband and I are separated. We have annoying children, and then I'm like more to like husband. Ladies of London at least or something. Oh, I died for Ladies of London. Yeah. Why was Ladies of London not the okay. Real Housewives of London? I think was there like an ownership issue because then they mm. have Cheshire. And no, then they have Melbourne. I, I, you know, I don't really know the stories, but I like to pretend like I do. Where I feel like some shows, like, I know that Potomac was not supposed to be a Housewives until, I think Andy saw the first episode and he was like, no, this is a Housewives. And they renamed it. And, oh, like, shit. Really? It was called, like, the um, Potomac Ensemble or something. Like, it wasn't, what? It wasn't made to be a, um, like, it, it, so it was, it was like, a Ladies of London of Potomac. 
Right. Okay. And I think Ladies of London was probably the same thing where it's like, we want to do a show like The Housewives in London. And, but not and specifically I, a part and of I the feel franchise. Like, and I feel like maybe Andy's, like, I feel like whenever, whoever sort of, the, whoever like the upper top people yeah. see it and they maybe just didn't feel Which like Which I don't felt think he's Andy anymore. I don't think he, he like well, switched a, his position because he's doing more on camera stuff, which I fully support. He's our daddy. He and was, whatever he does, I love him He for. was VP of... He was EVP. De, of development? Right, and he's not He's not, but he is EP of the Housewives still. So he's still involved in the Housewives. Oh, he is? He's still involved in the Housewives as a producer, but he's not involved in like Bravo programming anymore. Oh. Um, anyway, I think that... I guess once these two end, then Dal, no, I'm sorry, then um, Jersey will start. That's the next one, right? And then OC oh will probably God. play along with yeah. Jersey. Yeah, and this, all this, like, drama on Radar Online about Jacqueline being, like, now the new outsider to the group, which just makes me really Do you sad. know who else, who else are they rumoring to be, to be on? I know the Teresa and Jacqueline Teresa and, and Melissa, Jacqueline, for Melissa, sure. the lesbian and the other lesbian. Oh, and okay. then, I don't know of anybody else. They need to get more family in. I do. Uh, I agree. Did you see what was in... Not funny. It's super not funny. Do you see what was in the tabloids that happened yesterday in LA? Jim Marchese, Marchese uh-huh. was arrested for felony domestic violence on a Virgin America plane with Amber. He flipped out on her, literally put his arms around his wife's neck and was escorted off the plane. And then they spotted Amber with him yesterday, uh, with him later at the police station, whatever, holding hands. Oh my God. Can you believe That's it? Terrible. He was such a monster, so disgusting, so awful to Dina and everybody else. And listen, Dina has her own shit, but just really repulsive and so personal and so aggressive. And his only response was, because I love my wife so much. And then you are oh, arrested I'm for domestic violence. And also she got re-diagnosed yeah, she with cancer, cancer again. again. That was a terrible season. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Terrible, terrible season, but also terrible. The that twins. Blame the twins. Um, well, I guess with that said, maybe we should... Like... <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. What an upper. <laughs> um, you know, I'm here for Yolanda Hadid at the reunion. I'm here for... Jules Pelt, uh, and I'm <laughs> here. I'm here for Is the carny. She has a hair. I think a thin layer of hair growing on her because her body's trying to um, protect itself, keep itself warm. Oh my god! And on, and on that note, what a <laughs> and on oh, that Jules. note. You know what? I'm going to say this, Sarah, and please co-sign or say no, but I want to leave this on a positive note, and I want that to be, I would love for Jules to be our first guest and come on and defend defend herself and talk about her. I'd rather Brandy. (laughs) Brandy at least has something to say. I think that would also offer this platform to Jules to let, just give her something to say. Can't do it. All right. Okay, so Jules, (laughs) if you're listening... First off, let's explain to you what a Google alert is. <laughs> it's in a Shakespeare play. Oh, thou Google, thou list Googled you. Um, okay, Jules, if you're listening, sweetie, um, oh my gosh, let's sit down and talk a little, right? Over some matzah. We'll We're talk to you eat soon. Some food. Guys, such a fun night. Can we just have a little cheers? Yeah, let's do it. Cheers to Skinny Girl, to Tipsy Girl. And to your Bethany Brand shirt. Oh my God, zero fucks forever, guys. Erica Jane Girardi, I love you to bits. We'll see you next week.